episode of the Geekery Radio Hour. I am Doug. And I'm Kaylin. And this is episode 59. Geekery Radio Hour. Hi, Kaylin. Hi, Doug. Doug and I just spent the last about 24 hours together. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I feel like we should just go into it straight for our, our last 24 hours. We kind drove of a one. up to upstate New York to Cooperstown mm-hmm. to Omegong Brewery. <laughs> I was gonna say, say it right. <laughs> to see Modest Mouse. Yeah. Oh man, so I feel like after beat. four <laughs> hours of driving, we park. We're probably like almost at the very edge of the like parking lot on the street. Yeah, basically that we came in on, and then we have to walk all of our things to the camping area. So yeah, this brewery. Hosts concerts outside in like a big field mm-hmm. on like a slopey hill. Yeah. And uh, with certain tickets, you can purchase extra camping. Yeah. And buy the right to camp. Extra camping. Yeah. Please. <laughs> and uh, so um, we were able to bring a tent and sleeping bags mm-hmm. and all that good stuff and camp out for the night yeah. after the show. I, honestly, I thought that you were going to camp by your car, like Bonnaroo style. Yes. Which was like a big old disappointment that... Which I knew was not the case. <laughs> I guess I never talked to but you about it. we just like didn't discuss it. Yeah. Like you're like, yeah, there's camping. And I was like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I've been here. There's camping. <clears throat> we do camping. But in your head, it was one thing. And Yeah, I thought it was going to be like, because it seemed like there was a different entrance for camping. It, it looked like on... The instructions they sent me. I really think that if we went down to the other one, because they were sending people still down closer to the camping area. Right? But I think towards the end, they just, like, kind of gave up. Yeah. They were like, um... We got there at, like, 6, and the stages were supposed yeah. to open at 7. More we like got there at, like, 630, 6.30, right? Yeah. So, we had to, like, basically hike all of our shit up, like... Uphill. A constant hill. Yeah. Or perpetual like a straight up, incline. Not even like a 45 degree angle. Uh-huh. I would argue more. And Doug's got his Tiva Backpacks, <laughs> sleeping bag. Yeah, I've on just Tivas, like an asshole. So we go up the hill, we set up really quickly. We're, I'm honestly, me and Liz were beat to shit already. Yeah. Like four hours in a car, then hiking uphill, then setting up camp. Yeah. And we were just like, oh my god. So we like chugged two beers real quick. And we're like, let's go down. Yes. Get something to eat. Mm -hmm. Get settled before Modest Mouse comes on. Get a couple beers. So we like go down to the fairgrounds, I'll call them, right? And we like, we set up our chairs like kind of behind like the sound booth, but we're like, we don't give a shit. Yeah, we're close enough. We got decent vantage. We know we're just going to be able to hear it perfect. Mm -hmm. Whatever. So we set up our chairs. And now we're going to go, you have to go buy beer tickets to then mm-hmm. take to the beer line mm-hmm. to then go find food. Yeah. So we have like all these waves that we have to accomplish mm-hmm. before we can settle. And there's like, honestly, what they should have done, especially for the vendors, is put like their menus on a multi, like, um, like a multi picture on Instagram mm-hmm. on the brewery's website. So you knew. Something. You know what I mean? We wound up waiting in this fucking burrito line for, like, what seemed like an eternity. So, yeah, we, we, so we get beer tickets, we get beer, and as we're getting our beer, we can hear Modest Masses come on. They've just started. And they just started, they open up, they're, what were they playing? Oh my god, they opened with Third Planet. Oh, yes. They opened with Third Planet, beautiful, great, loving it, vibing, 
So we have our beers now. We're like, let's go get a burrito. Mm-hmm. So we walk over to the burrito line. We're in the burrito line. They play Fuck Your Acid Trip. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, lead singer Isaac Brock goes, hey, so there's lightning. And as a rule, we have to now take a lightning break for 20 minutes in between yes. like lightning strikes mm-hmm. before we can come back out. So we're like, oh, ha, 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 like, that's not a thing, yeah. you know, like, so he leaves, and we're like, okay, maybe this is a thing, whatever. Yes. And then this guy comes out with, like, a shaky voice, and he's like, oh, hello, everyone, on the grounds, there have been lightning strikes, and... Within ten miles. I'm going to have to ask everyone, like, to, it's the, the pimply kid from The Simpsons. It was actually mm-hmm. that guy. Hey, I'm going to have to ask everyone now to evacuate to your, to your cars. cars. To your cars. So, we're not going to go too much into the rest of the story because there is some... This was uh, at 8 o'clock also. Yes. That's an important thing. They literally thing, played for like 20 minutes and then all of a sudden we're online for the burritos and the burrito like window closes so we're like, fuck. So, at one point, Elizabeth decides to go to the chair. There was some miscommunication, and Elizabeth actually didn't have her phone. So, we kind of misunderstood each other and, like, lost each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I was with Doug. I was with you. Two phones. We both have phones. And Elizabeth was... No phone. No phone. Nowhere to be found. So, we go back to where our chairs are supposed to be, and they're gone. So we're like, oh crap, like, what's happening? Like, so we head up to the camp to try to find Liz. She winds up being there. We're not going to get into the specifics after what happened after that. But she carried all the chairs up to our campsite. She did. mad. Okay, well, Doug's going to get into it. we leave. So now we're like, okay, now this lady comes through and she's like, you all have to go to your cars now. You can't Mm -hmm. stay at the campsites, whatever. So we're like, okay, glad we came back up here because we have to get the keys So we go back down to the campsite, to the car. Got the keys, bring the chairs. Yes. And then we spend about two Two hours hours at the car, just hanging, like, no one's inside their car, everyone's just hanging out in the parking lot. So many fucking people left. Yeah. We're just refreshing Twitter like crazy to get, like, any information. Like, a mental breakdown. Yeah, man. (laughs) He's like, and we've all, like... We had two beers at the campsite. Then we went down and we, like, since the beer lines are so long, we each got two, albeit little cups of beer. But, yeah. But, yeah, we drank, like, four beers, like, really quick, just out of necessity because we had to fucking leave and we couldn't carry mm-hmm. them and spill them all the hill. And I was, yeah. like, wasting $8. So, so, yeah, like, we get back to the car and we just literally had to sit there. Mm-hmm. And... Our, like, fate is in their hands, whether or yeah. not they're going to call the show. And, like, we drove a long time to get there. Yes. And, like, I'm not driving home. I yeah. physically can't, first yes. of all. And, like, what the hell? Yeah. So, like, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. They finally come out and they're like, hey, um, we think we might be able to call it at, like, 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We'll give you an update. Yeah. So then all of a sudden we hear, like screams yes. from people at the gates who I guess were dropped off because they had nowhere yeah. else to go. I heard that, yeah. So they were like screaming and we're like, maybe let's go, let's like put our chairs on and like mm-hmm. kind of mosey. And then by the time we got a mosey in, mm-hmm. they were letting these folks in. But wait, can I real quick tell the story about the rope? Oh, yeah. that's, I, yeah. it was so funny. 
we're trudging and trying to get to the gate, and Doug's like, let's cut across here. But they had this very thin rope, I guess, to kind of, like... Create parking lines? Yeah. Yeah. So, Doug goes, oh, he runs into the rope, and he goes, oh, hey, there's a rope. So, I'm like, okay. And then Liz is on the other side of the car. She doesn't see me. And I'm going over the rope. I'm straddled the rope. And Liz just whips it up to go under, and I just, like, get hit in the crotch of this room. <laughs> but, like, I was telling them this morning, I was like, I was more afraid that I was going to eat shit into, like, the dirty <laughs> uh, grass. With and, a chair on your back yeah. and, like, yeah, but hope finally, in your heart. <laughs> finally made it back in. Yeah. Um, we Had to start again. Had to yes. go get beer tickets, go get a drink, mm-hmm. and then go get burritos. Yes. And probably, again, at the burrito, or, yeah, at the burrito line, well, we had to hop over to taco line, because they didn't burrito have had any, no vegetarian option. No vegetarian option. Whatever. So, we were at taco line, then they started playing again, and then we literally just found, like, the closest spot with the most room around it yeah. to set up our chairs. Plopped down like, and, like... Let's just fucking chill and listen enjoyed to Enjoyed two hours solid of, like, amazing... Yeah. Yeah, they wound up playing until about midnight. They were amazing. Isaac Brock was really good at his new songs. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the older songs were a little less than stellar vocally, but I still thought they were pretty good. We had a blast. I've never, in all honesty, I've never seen Doug so bummed and so (laughs) happy within a short amount of time. Literal huge waves yeah. of, of emotion <laughs> crashing upon me. And we got some really cool merch. I'm wearing the socks right now. We bought way too much crap. I know. This was the perk for them of getting us to have a little bit of a drink and then go relax and then have a little bit of a drink and then mm-hmm. we suddenly were like... Spend some money. Had to spend some money. <laughs> we went to... So like in between Liz well, getting kind of angry at us and heading to the car she found a hundred dollar bill on the ground. Mm-hmm. Which I think... Absolved Kaylin and I of any possible sins we could have been accused and of. Called it. <laughs> oh, the karma payment plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Modest mouse puns all night. But uh, it was like all around a really, really great night. And like closing with fireworks like that oh, at God. like yeah. what was it like a quarter after twelve? Like yeah. is insane. First like, of all, big old fireworks. Yeah, like yes, a mm-hmm. firework show. Yes. At first, like, they're going up, and I'm like, this is annoying. Like, someone's shooting off fireworks while they're trying to play. Like, can we... And then I was like, oh, this is part of it. This is obviously part of it. It looked like it was just, like, a firework, you know? It did at first. And then, like, another firework. And then all of a sudden, it was a spectacular, you know, spectacle. A lot of fireworks. Yeah. But it did make it somewhat beautiful. And then we trudged back up to camp, and... Mm. Oh, we had another mishap. Oh, my God. So we get up to... We're, like, heading towards the camp. I don't remember what the thought was that, mm-hmm. like, oh, we maybe need to go to the car to get something. Yeah. But I was like, oh, well, we can't do that because I don't have the keys. And then I was like, oh, I don't have the keys. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I don't I don't have the keys. So he's frantically, like, pat, patting down his pockets, patting down the chairs. I don't know why I checked for... the tent when we got back to the campsite. Because we literally came from the That's car. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, we came from the car. So then, I'm like, we're just sitting there, and I'm like, I'm not gonna be able to sleep unless I go check for mm-hmm. the keys. So I go to the car, open the door, no problem. So I'm like, that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, that auto, not auto, but, like, the keyless transmission. Yeah. So I push the button, and it says, no key detected. And I'm like, no. Oh, no. So then I'm like, maybe I put it in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Why would I have done that? 
never know. It's but been I a looked... chaotic night, so... And then I found it caked into, like, dirt and hay and grass on the floor. Behind, on the floor. That's what you call the ground outside, right? <laughs> yeah, it's the, the floor. floor. Nature's floor. <laughs> I found it behind the car, just, like, sitting there with, like, shit all over it. I was oh, like, it was... thank God. It was by the car. Yeah, it was behind, like... I the, thought you went back into, the back like, tire. the... Grounds oh no! Where our chairs were. Set I was up. fully prepared to do that because, like, we did on, un- like, I guess, <laughs> unfortunately, sit behind like a garbage can for a little while. We did, but like that became a good vantage point like for me marker. to be like, yeah, to be like, oh well, if I have to go back, I know that it's we were like, like ten feet behind. Yeah, the like parallel can. to like some vendors and behind mm-hmm. the garbage can, so I could yeah. probably figure that out, you know. Yeah. But I was like, I think I came back pretty quickly. You I was did. really happy that yeah. I did not end up so screwed. No, 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 it was, me and Liz were so fucking tired and so lazy that we were like, Liz is like, we have insurance. <laughs> I know, I don't know what that means as far as like, getting home, getting a new car, or <laughs> We'd have to getting a car key. shopping. I think we have insurance translates to what we're going to do is we're going to light the car on fire and be like, how did this happen? <laughs> we didn't have the keys. How did this happen? Somebody lit our car on fire. <laughs> then I guess I we get a new one? Immediately that yeah. day. That's normally how fast We find a Carvana works. machine somewhere on the side of the road? No, you just walk into the lo- like the most <laughs> local mall and whatever one they're raffling off, you, you get You your email one. address and all that good stuff, and then you go sit at the, what is it? The it's massage usually, chairs? It's, no, I'm thinking like usually when you fill out those things, it's like a scam, right? So you have oh, to go yeah. to like see a timeshare video and all oh, this yeah. other stuff. You go through those motions, and then maybe you do win that car. If not... You just live there now. <laughs> but all in all, it was it was a really good time. Definitely and enough crazy shit happened when in the moment it was chaotic. Oh yeah. Annoying. I aged like three years but like, last night. <laughs> but very very much worth it at the uh-huh. end. That waiting and waiting and waiting and not knowing and then mm-hmm. seeing cars like the so many Waiting cars. is fine, but seeing the cars leave and people, like, resigned, and I'm like, no. No, mm-hmm. we can't. We have to stay. We literally can't. Well, yeah. But also, I told you, I was like, gotta have faith, dude. I'll still put on mm-hmm. that show. And they were so good. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so, so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yikes. Okay. And now we'll take calls. <laughs> <laughs> Caller, go ahead. Um... <laughs> So you have an interview this week. Yes, we do have an interview this week. Yeah. Uh, friend of the shop, Alexander, is our interview. Very nice. Yeah. You want to go to his interview after we go to this song? Sure. What song we go now? This song is... Something by Modest It's actually not. Damn it's it. I Got Love by Mother Mother. All right. I don't got a So I rock my pain 
You know, like he, he can't talk. Yeah, I mean, he has other powers, but like in uh, in World War Hulk, uh, the Hulk comes back from the planet he was exiled to that the ship ended up destroying. That he uh-huh. like made a family and whatnot. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna kill the people who sent me. Uh, so he's coming after the Illuminati, and like the only person in the Illuminati who didn't sign off on it was Submariner because I was like, nope, it was a bad idea. That's <laughs> the Hulk. This kind of thing has never worked before. He's gonna come back and he's gonna kill everyone who was part of this. I'm out. Yeah. And so he's not, he's, you know, the whole time the Hulk's back, Submariner's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So. But, right, uh, uh, Black Bolt was one of the members uh, yeah. who did this, and, like, so they're, like, they're living on the moon, because, you know, it's, you need, like, a view. And so Hulk lands there first, and, like, Medusa's speaking for Black Bolt. My, my lord, Black Bolt, ha ba da 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 ba don't, don't fuck with us. Uh-huh. And Hulk's coming at her, and, like, Black Bolt whispers, stop. And it sends him flying back, <laughs> and like rob, rubble's coming down on him, whatever, blah blah blah. And then him and Medusa are like, oh, that was easy. and they turn around and they're leaving. And then you see it's like the bottom panel, and there's a speech bubble behind Black Bolt it says, "I didn't come here for your whisper." And it turns like full panel, Hulk's leaping at, like, oh, "I shit. came here for your scream," or something like that. Uh-huh. And then like later, he's on Earth. He's like, "Iron Man has 24 hours to show up." Uh, to face my warbound, or I'll do this, and he holds up Black Bolt's body oh, to your Christ. whole puny planet. Uh-huh. But then it turns out in Secret Invasion, the Scroll Invasion. Oh, Black Bolt! That was a sleeper scroll. That uh-huh. wasn't Black Bolt. Yeah. Uh, so you know, and that, he's uh, not. That's dead. actually a pretty good Marvel cop out. Like I was okay with that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Black Bolt's like super. The thing is, it's a really weird team. So why didn't they have James Gunn run it or something? Like I could picture that. Yeah. Picture if that. You're already this like. Right, like, they're weirder than Guardians sure of the of. Galaxy, by far. Lean into it. Right, right, yeah. so that's what they should have done. They should have stuck with it, and if they were going to make something out, which they're doing the Eternals, so yeah, it makes sense they would try something with the Inhumans. Yeah. They should have had James Gunn run it, they should have done a movie, 
we would all be laughing. We would all have, you know, fucking lockjaw tattoo, tattoos and talk about, you know, how we need, uh, like, baby lockjaw and, like, all, you know, all sorts it's, of nonsense. It's amazing how in a world where, like, everything, it's so, like, merchant, like, marketable. Like, that new Ghostbusters movie, I don't know anything about it other than that there's little Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Like, oh, yeah, 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 you know? yeah, like, yeah. The movie looks like a gritty reboot of Ghostbusters. I well, don't it know looks why. like it's more based on the show. Yeah. Like, the cartoon. Like, the power packs show stuff that the movies never had, but uh-huh. the cartoons did. I don't And I sound smart. Why. I read an article. Like, I didn't actually catch <laughs> that. Um, like, why are they doing this? People were so pissed when they made women Ghostbusters, and now they're, like, doing Stranger Things Ghostbusters. Well, you, you know. And people are like, yes! You know, and women like, have vaginas, right? Like... And, and they can't, they can't bust ghosts, <laughs> right? Apparently, apparently. Well, you know, it's it's funny. There's a BoJack Horseman episode. Oh man, we're really doing the pop culture thing. It's yeah. happening. There's a BoJack Horseman episode where um, they uh, it, it's it's going on about guns mm-hmm. and um, like women start carrying guns. So suddenly, there's all this legislation to like. I'm I'm butchering it in my mind, but like get rid of guns. Yeah. And Diane Wynn, at the end, she's like, I can't believe this country hates women more than it loves guns. Uh-huh. Bojack Horseman's so good. I want to be a talking horse when I get older. Um, but it, it's kind of. I mean, it's kind of that. It's sad, but it's kind of that idea. Like, yeah. I, I didn't. Here's the thing. This is like I, I can't say this in nerd circles. So like, <clears throat> this isn't Alexander. I have never been that into Ghostbusters. I've always like oh Doug said it go for him he has a store buy something while you're here um, I've always been more into the idea of Ghostbusters uh-huh. than the actual Ghostbusters yeah. like I don't think I've ever seen the first movie all the way through uh-huh. I get why people like it like yeah, I'm not like yeah. oh this is stupid it's just I just can't get into it I I but like I've, I don't think I've ever seen the first one all the way through I did see a handful of the cartoons as a kid mm-hmm. so I remember um, one of the characters was voiced by the same guy who voiced Garfield in the cartoons and uh-huh. I really liked that. Um, and I enjoyed the cartoon, like, it was cool, I remember this one episode where, like, fighting vampires and werewolves, and then they're fighting each other, and, like, every time one of them bites the other, it immediately turns into the other, but then they bite it back, and it, that's... I I have to get this out, okay. Yes. So, the one guy, the voice of Garfield plays Bill Murray's character. Oh, does does he? Okay, okay, okay. Then... 20 years Bill later, Murray Bill plays. Murray played fucking Garfield ooh, 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 in that whoa! Garfield movie. Well, you know what I read? He took the role because it was directed by a Cohen, yes. and he thought it was one of the Cohen brothers, because apparently world. apparently that name's so rare. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, you know, we have this idea for down the road. We're going to adapt this book called No Country for Old Men. Uh-huh. But until then, until then, <laughs> we're, we're doing CGI script. Garfield. You don't want to see what he does on Mondays. With like, wrecking <laughs> mother. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We got to reset. Okay, that's so, fair. This is we're here for the Geekery Radio Hour. We are, yes. New friend of the shop, Alex Alexander. Alexander. Alex. Well, Alexander's the professional Alexander. name. Alexander. It's Alex to the ladies, unless Marcy's listening, in which case it's Alexander to everyone. Tell us something about yourself. Um, I moved out here. Uh, this is New Jersey. We're in New Jersey. I moved here from Arizona last year. I was going through the best divorce I've had so far, which is also the only divorce I've had so far, but, you know, that's still the, technically the best. Um, I lived in Arizona for 16 years, so this is very different. Where are the cacti? Um, but I, I grew up in Northern California, so I like being by green again. I um, like being by the ocean, even though it's the wrong ocean. LOL, burn. Um, I really enjoy good stories. I mean, I love comics. I love books. I love superhero nonsense. Um, 
I I assume the podcast listeners can see me too, so they can see all my tattoos. Um, okay, I have a lo- lot of nerdy tattoos and and other stuff. Um, I'm a writer. I actually have had 13 short stories published in the last just over a year at Voodoo, uh, and I have a 14th one coming out start of September. Uh, and my latest western just won uh, Reader's Choice contest in a publication, so it's being printed in an anthology, which is exciting. But m- most of my stories I've written are horror or crime fiction, or in some cases, a little bit of both. Uh, and uh, Buddy and I are working on our one-shot comic called Zog Saves World, which is about a caveman who is seeking vengeance on a sick mammoth which killed his oldest son. Awesome. Yes. Just a couple things. Sales pitch! Just, just a couple things you have going on. Just, then. just a couple. Just a couple, yeah. So were you like the busiest person during a pandemic then, I guess? Because um, that's what it's looking like. No. Because I, I, I like watched all of the Community again, and I... Uh, you know, I've gotten literally nothing done, I don't think. Uh, well, I mean, there, this is a brick-and-mortar store. You see this, right? Uh, yeah, I guess um, I have this. I don't think it's actually sure. brick. I don't know this what this is made of. This is the 59th but... episode of this podcast. That's oh, yeah, something, that's, that's something. That's something. You went to Modest Mouse, yeah. and they were modest with their singing, presumably. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny, because people are like, oh, man, like you're just nonstop. N- no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I mean, I definitely was, like, working on stuff consistently, but I just, I, I guess I, I work... For the, for the time that I'm working on something, I work pretty consistently during that period, so yeah. I can get a lot done in short segments. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm mean, busy-ish. I mean, a lot of it's been editing. I did write a couple uh, rough drafts for books last year. I'm working on an urban fantasy mm-hmm. series. Um, I'm working on my novel. Um, and uh, so I got a lot of work done with that. I got a lot of editing done uh, on previous short stories and then on new ones. And I So, I mean, busy-ish, but not like crazy busy like i really value my lazy time okay what got you into comics this is one of our heavy hitting journalism questions yeah that we do here um well you know when i was a kid i remember when my i have a twin brother um jesus christ did you not know that no oh yeah i have a twin brother oh, um yeah we're, we're actually we're identical and we have the same tattoos that's that's not true we're not identical we don't have the same he tattoos. has the mirror image right i have cool tattoos yeah oh, uh yeah oh. yeah yeah um i can say that he's not going to listen to this um but i remember when we were like little i, I remember the day not like i didn't mark on the calendar but i remember the day my mom was like hey like you can watch other stuff than sesame street and whatnot and we're like, so we started watching, you know, cartoons, like yeah. regular cartoons, um, and I remember watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and I remember, and I probably asked my mom like 50 million times, was this around when you were a kid? And my mom, like, was ancient <laughs> in the early 90s, too, so, hi, mom. Um, so, no, the answer is no. Um, but I, I really enjoyed that, and uh, my dad was in the army, but it wasn't, it wasn't one of those stories like, oh, you're military brats, you moved all over. He actually retired when we were pretty young, he'd been in for 22 years but he uh my parents had us a little bit later for first kids and i guess only kids um and um i remember we just moved back to northern california he'd gotten out of the army we were eight years old and i was sitting there this i always i i'm sure i don't remember it exactly how it happened but this is how i'm choosing to remember it so shut up no one knows otherwise uh but i remember talking to my brother and being like oh you know i really need to like pick a superhero like i need to just like have someone I'm going to follow. And, like, we watched Batman the Animated Series a little bit. I'd uh, seen that. And, like, you know, and again, Ninja Turtles, Heroes in Half Shells, you know, all pizza. Um, but I was like, yeah, I really need to pick something and just be into it and blah, blah, blah. And I turned on the TV. It was a Saturday morning. 
and it uh, was the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. Spider-Man was fighting Kraven the Hunter, uh-huh. which uh, the, that cartoon had a very interesting take on Kraven the Hunter that I didn't learn until years later. But anyway, and I was just in love. Um, and and I guess that's what really transitioned me into comics. Uh, we had a 7-Eleven not far from us where you could get comics, so like we would save our allowance or as a like, kid you don't really know wh- you find things where you can find things right There's right 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 like yeah a, yeah i found out when i got a little bit older there was a comic store like 25 minutes away or yeah, something who would have fucking thought that you know right right store dedicated right to this right, right what, what they just make this it's not it's not yeah. part of like 7-eleven's like i thought 7-eleven had their own dis- distributor um yeah no we uh as we got i mean got really into action figures uh which i've never gotten over um it's a really tough habit to break the action I, figures I, are behind me I, oh. i'm just looking at them and i'm like i'm gonna open these well don't objectify them these. jesus um no but yeah I, I i i just i love i love a good story mm. um and to me a good story there are a lot of different things that dictate that. It, like, it, like, I mean, I like like the really like hard hitting, deep thinking ones. I remember when I read Cormac McCarthy's *The Road*. I read it in a weekend, and I was like, "How do I go back to work? I'm not the same person." Um, and it was just That's like the best oh. feeling when you can read something and you can feel that you've changed. Right, right. Like, but I mean, like, I also like something that just makes you feel something. Like, that's how I can sit down and watch a sitcom and genuinely enjoy, it, even if it's not deep or it's not like consistently uh-huh. deep. Uh, like, and, and I, and you know, I, I have my own opinions on what's good, what's not like some of the new star Wars movies. I'm like, eh, I don't really care. Uh, some of the new, like, I'm not one of those guys, like every MCU movie is perfect, but I don't like gatekeeping. Like if someone enjoys yeah. it, that's all. Like I, you know, I didn't see the, 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 uh, we were talking about this, the, the female reboot of Ghostbusters. I'm not a huge Ghostbusters guy. It didn't look great to me and I didn't hear great things about it, but I know people who saw it who loved it. I think that's awesome. I know people who love the Fast and the Furious movies, like actively like waiting and posting. I don't get it. Yeah. But it, they enjoy it. That's great. Like it's, it's, and I just I don't like gatekeeping over fandoms. Oh, I'm I'm the biggest fan. Go fuck yourself. Like I don't know. I'm it's not, say it's the not a competition. Most disgusting thing that I think is hilarious. But you're not out here trying to yuck someone's yum. Isn't that the most disgusting phrase well, you've n- ever heard? Now I kind of want to yuck someone's yum. Like I don't. <laughs> is that like? Is that a Jersey sex thing? No, 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 no. Someone are says you sure? yum. Go are, you, are, 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 you, are, you just, are you just not cool enough? No one's ever tried to yuck your yum. Maybe, maybe. I'm just not <laughs> cool uh, yeah, yeah, ex- but, but exactly, exactly. Agree. Like I'm not like I Doctor Who. I know so many people mm-hmm. who love Doctor Who. My ex-wife loves Doctor Who, and she had great taste uh, but like you know I, I i and i'm not into it like i get why people yeah. like it but like i've sat through a couple episodes and like i'm not gonna say it's what they do in guantanamo bay but for me it feels like it's just not my thing but i get why people like it uh-huh. which i guess means i get why people like torture i don't know where that that, that didn't that analogy didn't fit but no like i i you know it's 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 just i i don't like when people get shitty about it or like another example ray is not my favorite star wars character uh-huh. so i don't think she's crap like some people say yeah. she's not my favorite but you know what a lot of people love her. My nieces love her. Yeah. I'm a member of... And that's who she's for. Right, exactly, she's, exactly. They, these movies well, are I, for children. And I was going to say, I'm, are, you, are you familiar with the 501st Legion? Yeah. I'm a member of the 501st oh, Legion. Oh, no, yeah, all sorts of stuff coming up today. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have a tattoo here, whatever. Uh-huh. And I'm a member of the Rebel Legion. And, and for those who don't know, 501st Rebel Legion, they're uh, Star Wars costuming groups that partner with... Uh, organizations like make a wish and whatnot to raise money for sick kids like we also go to conventions and just have fun we also yeah. just hang out and sometimes you know do star wars costumes and pretend it's normal um but like 501st is you know the enemy side of it and 
Rebel Legion is the hero side of it. And I have a few costumes. I have a Jawa, which is considered just a citizen of the galaxy, so it's in both. Um, and I'll, I'll go to events where people are dressed, women are dressed as Rey, and the kids love it. They lose their minds mm-hmm. over it. And it's like I said, Rey's not my... And I'm, again, I'm not like, ooh, it really sucks. I don't think that at all. She's not my favorite character. Leia's one of my favorites. But, um... But the kids love it. And, and you know what? Like, why do I need to shit on it? Because it's not my favorite. Yeah. Also Rogue One, all the way. Um, Flash of Peace movie. sign, but you didn't see that. Um, but yeah, like, I, I just I just don't like when people get, like, nasty about it. Or people are like, oh, well, oh, oh, Disney's raping my childhood. What an idiot. You're uh-huh. all, Even if you hate everything moving forward, you're always going to have the original movies of yeah. whatever your interest is. Whether it's Star Wars, Masters of the Universe, which was made to sell action figures, fucking calm down. Or whatever. Like... It's it's just because you don't like the newer stuff for it that doesn't change the older stuff. And it, yeah, it doesn't erase the DVD box set that you have of Masters of the Universe. Like, right, right, right. It's exactly. Not like the new one exactly. Existing, all of a sudden, you look on your your, your DVD shelf it, and it, it starts. It's not Back to the Future. Oh, I just moved the whole table. It's not Back to the Future. You're not going to look at your Star Wars poster and see characters start to disappear. Like, yeah. oh god, I have to change it. Like, it's it's fine. Yeah. And it's and you know people like it, it's made for the fans. But the fans is such a broad term, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're not into it, like I'm so like I, I watched the Force Awakens. I didn't care for the Force Awakens. It's my least favorite Star uh-huh. Wars film. Some people hear that and it's blasphemy. Yeah, I know that. That said, I'm glad so many people love it. That movie, it I wasn't had a made for me directly. Connection to I saw it in theaters and I was like shaking, like yes, this fucking ruled. And then I saw it again in theaters like two days later, and I was like. This still ruled. And then I kind of was just like, I thought on it too hard. Sure. And I was like, oh no. It's this, it's just like a retread of, of A New Hope, basically. It's, it's the same, they've done this movie before. Right. See, and when I, when I first saw, I, I think among other, I think they tried too hard to be funny. I don't like Poe as a character. No. Um. I just don't. I don't find him interesting. I, well, I will say this: I, li- I liked how they talked about like, oh yeah, he's one of the best pilots around. And then later in the movie, they showed it because mm-hmm. I hate it when they're like, oh, this guy's so good at X, Y, Z, and you never see it. Mm-hmm. Or like even in the prequels, and I enjoy the prequels despite the mess they are. But like, oh yeah, Anakin Skywalker, he's such a good pilot. They don't really show that in the prequels. No, like, no, kind the of. Where when he does express that, you're like, oh yeah, he can fly. Right, 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 like, right, right. But it's more like I mean, I know like in the, you know in Episode One, like he destroys the droid center whatever but that's more of a he stumbled into it and survived through mm-hmm. a special tribute of the force called plot device yeah um and that's fine like, i mean whatever like, i'm just saying but i liked like they showed it with poe and i wondered is it like do i not enjoy oscar isaacs which later i watched uh triple frontier and i'm like no i like oscar isaacs but even like the poe comic came out and i stopped reading it second issue and like part way yeah. through i put it down I'm like i'm done i just don't care for the character um but i so i really was kind of like, from the get-go, I was like, what is this? The scene that I really liked in The Force Awakens was when Blank kills Blank. I don't know what I can say for a six-year-old spoiler. Um, you look so confused. Do you not remember who dies in The Force Awakens? It, it rhymes with Ron Bolo. Ron Bolo. Dies. Oh, yeah. I thought that that was <laughs> that took good, too long. but also kind of... That was the scene that got me. I was sitting was there, and I'm like, I'm like reverberating throughout my body. I'm like, is uh, this a stroke? Because if this is a stroke, that's not that bad. That was surprising, um, but I found what was even more surprising was I hate the third one, or the ninth one, however you count it. Oh, I the, don't the like Rise of Skywalker? I really don't like that movie. But when he showed up again, I was like, oh shit, I figured Harrison Ford was like, I'll come back, fucking kill me off, because I don't want to be in two more of these things. 
And then sure. he showed up in But num- I mean, he's in, in like nine. eight seconds of it. I mean, you, yeah, you have to know still, the pile like, of money. Yeah. They, he's like, oh, I should leave something to I my great great grandkids. So many earrings with this. Right, money. right. I could crash so many helicopters, <laughs> uh, planes, whatever. Um, well, and, you know, and the thing is, so if you look at the, at the different trilogies, at the beginning of each one, they kill a big character. Yeah. Episode four, they kill Obi Wan Kenobi. Episode one, they kill Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah. So I thought they were going to kill Luke. Like, that, I went into it, like, a year in advance. I'm like, Luke dies in this movie. I was wrong. He's hardly in the movie. Um, and, I mean, so really the only difference in the start of that is they kill a character who's pre-established. Yeah. But, I mean, this is the only one that was, like, you know, had stuff before it that we had seen before. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and I, and I watched it a couple times in theaters, actually, because, I mean, even though I didn't really like it that much, it's Star Wars. It and was I, new Star Wars. I enjoyed yeah. it a little more each time, uh-huh. but it's, still, it's my least favorite. I actually, like... Rise of Skywalker more than The Force Awakens. I'm not I'm not crazy about Rise of Skywalker. My favorite in the trilogy is The Last Jedi. And I get so much crap for that. Because I'm not allowed to have opinions, apparently. Um, You're not. Oh, oh, that explains the manacles. Yeah. Um, but, like, I... I mean, there are small things in it I didn't like. I think they spent too much time training. Um, I think... I, I, this, is, this is a dumb thing. But, like, when they find the Master Codebreaker and the classical music comes on... Mm-hmm. It's a Star Wars movie. Get rid of that classical music. We need... Unta, unta, una, una. We don't need classical music. Yeah. And there were other little things in it I wasn't crazy about. And I also think it should have been Akbar or C-3PO who sacrificed themselves with the ship. Not mm. not a new character. Though, you know, Laura Dern... I, I love Laura Dern and everything. Yeah. Laura Dern, please listen to this. Um, she does. Oh, oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Times. But, um, but yeah, I mean, and then the, the backlash I, to The I Last liked, Jedi, my God. I liked that one thinking, this is the set eighth one you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I cannot keep the name straight of those, the, the Disney three, for some reason. Oh, no, I, so well, whatever, the I mean. Last Jedi, and then The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker is the ninth one, one. yeah, okay. yeah. For some reason, those two seem interchangeable to me. But, um... In that one, the only thing that I really hated was when Leia flies back into the ship. I thought that was ridiculous. But, like, otherwise, that movie oh, yeah, you visually know, is a stunning movie. So, initially, like, initially, I thought it was kind of ridiculous, too. Mm-hmm. I learned to live with it. I think just the CGI of it looked bad yeah. to me. I, I didn't care for that. But I remember sitting in the theater when that when she was blasted out in space i'm like oh my god you solved your carrie fisher problem yeah like jesus right i was i was the guy in a theater full of kids yelling holy shit yeah <laughs> like she passed and now you're just gonna blow her out of a ship is what right I really right thought. right like, right i was like well that's one way to do yeah. it my god um but you, well you know the thing for me that really i guess got me into it um the force awakens my i, I identified it. my biggest problem with it was other than snoke I didn't care about any of the new characters. Mm-hmm. They didn't do anything. I mean, some of them I was just kind of ambivalent. I did not like them, and but I didn't care. That's their. That's J.J. Abrams or whoever the screen... Did J.J. Abrams write the script to that one, too? I think so, but I don't remember for sure. That's his disservice, is that he created these characters in a reboot fashion that Ray is Luke, and, you know, like, there's so many one-to-ones that you're like, I've seen this character before. Well, I think J.J. Abrams is overhyped as a director. J.J. Abrams, don't listen to this. Mm. Uh, Like, I don't think he's a bad director, but I think he's just... I mean, people act like he's the second coming of, like, sci-fi, space fantasy related, whatever. I'm like, no, like, he's he's not bad, Mm. but I... Anyway, but, but then you get The Last Jedi, and it's like, oh, man, like, 
Ray was awesome in this. BB-8 was awesome, and I love the droids. So that's a big deal to me. Uh, Kylo Ren was awesome in this. Yeah, I really enjoyed Kylo Ren's overall arc, even though it, I don't think anyone watching was surprised when he went light side at the end. No, you know, tried to redeem yeah. himself. I don't. I don't know. I, I, if anyone watched that, was like, "Wow, he's not a villain anymore." Like, I, uh-huh. were you were you watching? Like, have you ever seen a movie? Uh, I liked swole Kylo Ren in uh, the Last Jedi. Like, I'm not a huge meme guy because I'm not 11, but like, I liked. Uh-huh. That, uh, you know, the, the, the swole, like, whatever. That's how I look with my shirt off. Uh, no, it's not. Um, but but the thing is, like, in the end, it was hard for me. It's hard for me to get too excited about The Last Jedi when I'm not too big on the movie after. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't like the movie before. You know, how do you get excited about the middle of a trilogy yeah. when you don't care for the bookends of it? Though I will say this. Anyone who flipped out and was like, oh, I'm done with Star Wars, Disney's too, whatever, over two women kissing for half a second in Rise of Skywalker. Like, get a real problem, please. I, and I also like, don't get, think... get, get your dick caught in something. I don't know. Get a real problem. I'm almost on I know the a guy who quit the 501st over it. And I was like, really? oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm selling my costumes after Disney's. I'm like, what? What? And Enjoy Casa Grande, Arizona, you fucknut. Jesus. Truly, I'm like, Disney should not be fucking celebrated for showing that. Disney, oh, sure. No, I agree. I, mean? I like, agree. Disney, I agree. What the fuck? Do better. Right, like, right. I mean, if you're really going to work it into a uh, plot, work it into a plot. No, I agree yes. with you on that, but all, like, there's... A, because I mean, the articles months before are like, Star Wars to feature its first uh, on-screen kiss between same-sex couple, and it's like, oh, wow. And then it's like, two women... Right, That's right, right, there. right, right, right. Like, like if you if you blinked, you missed. If you yeah. turned to your friend, you're like this movie's awesome, you didn't see it. No, like, I agree. They're trying to like they're waiting in line for their Glad Award. Well, and but, it's you like, know, like <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. But you, know, it's funny. It's it's the people who it, it's it's like when Donald Glover um, was talking about being Lando and Solo, mm-hmm. which Solo was when I first watched. It, I was like, oh, this is garbage. And then I watched it again. I'm like, no, you know what's all right. I I skip like the first twenty minutes. Yeah, I come in when Han and, and Chewie are trying to get on Woody Harrelson's ship. Yeah, but like from then on, I'm like, it's a prequel. It works from there. It's fun for what it is. Paul Bettany is majestic in it. Paul Bettany, please listen to this. And I actually met him at Celebration Chicago, and he laughed at my smile in the picture I had him sign. So that was pretty okay. Um, but uh, I was like. Uh, yeah, Donald Glover was talking about how, uh, you know, he figures Lando's kind of all over the place, like, banging whatever, and he's like, guys, it's like, it's a galaxy with all these different aliens from all these different planets, like, do you think that kind of thing isn't happening? And I know people are losing their minds over that, but, like, that makes perfect sense, but it's kind of like, yeah, you, you figure if you're having inner species or not species but inner alien race relations like oh no but two women kissed yeah like it wasn't explicit no i would have a problem with an explicit sex scene period in star wars like between anyone yeah Uh, except except wookies except Except wookies Wookies, that's beautiful wookies i actually have i have a really interesting fan art print on my wall of a wookie 69 i don't i don't i don't really but now i kind of want one um, yeah, it's just, it's just a couple, like, it looks like a couple of carpets, like, got stuck on the wash. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, but no, like, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I mean, it's, it's fucking, it's 2021, you know, when this came out, it was end of 2019. I, my thing is, I, get a real problem. Yeah. Like, if you're, if you're one of those guys who's like, oh, well, two men shouldn't do it, two women shouldn't do it, you know what, if you're a man, don't do it with a man. If you're a woman, don't do it with a woman. Problem solved. Yeah. These are the same people who lose their minds over their guns or whatever, but they can't, I, I just went, like, on a totally different thing. But, you know, it's just like, I just, just get, get, get a real fucking problem. I don't know what to tell you. I completely agree. It's, yeah. 
God. Anyway. But yeah, comics, the geekery. We're going to reset. Okay, that's okay. fine. Yeah, yeah. Next question. <laughs> You're the one who invited me. <laughs> okay, so our next question is uh, if you could recommend one book that you are like fully obsessed with right now that you want everyone to check out. Can I recommend two? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so first I'm going to say the last... You asked as if I had an option. It seemed like you were going to just go for it. Isn't Justin in the back room with a gun? Like, <laughs> I mean, you really are in charge, right? Um, the Last Ronin. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, a Ninja Turtles title that it's three issues out. I only just started reading it last week. Yeah, it's kind of um, an event series based in, like, a not-too-distant future. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, without getting too spoilery, uh, most of the Turtles are dead, or at least presumed dead. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's like 100% for sure. Most of the big Ninja Turtle characters are dead, and you're following a turtle. You don't know until a little ways into it which turtle it is, and I'm not going to say anything here, because I, I enjoyed the surprise reveal of it. It was, it was not the turtle I hoped it, it was. Is it does machines? Is it, I, I, listen, 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 he's, listen. He's I'm, rude? I, I'm not going to say if they lead or do machines or if they're rude or a party dude. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't want to... I mean, someone there is like, oh, man, I've been dying to read this, but if I know which turtle it is, uh, it's going to ruin it. Yeah. But no, I. Um, it's weird. Like, as I was uh, separated from my, my now ex-wife... It was great. I uh, I somehow had like a resurgence with Ninja Turtles. I was over at a friend's house and he had the issue from several years ago mm-hmm. when Donatello died. Spoilers. And I never really read a Ninja Turtles comic. Um, and I, I found that I really enjoyed the art and the story. I was like, wow, this is really, really good. Uh-huh. And it just kind of got, like it was one of the things I enjoyed it as a kid. We talked about how I watched the show. Mm-hmm. I also collected the figures. I've seen the movies. Not not the newer Michael Bay ones. Because I mean, I, I, who watched those? I don't really know. Uh, yeah. It's... My ex-wife really enjoyed them, and she has great taste. Uh, but no, you know, like, my eyes can only see so many things in my life. Like, I'm not going to take yeah. time on that. Um, but anyway, um, but I've seen, I've seen a lot of the older stuff, and it was one of those things I never turned around and was like, oh, yeah, turtles, ninjas, teenagers, that's stupid. That's I didn't ever do that, but I just kind of, like, didn't pay attention to it. And so, yeah. as I was going through this really fun time, fun, fun time, and moving across the country during a pandemic, which was, you know, also fun. Divorces are easy in a pandemic, guys. You, I recommend it. Um, I, um, I I picked up some comics, and I started, like, following it again, and I was like, yeah, Ninja Turtles, hi shurikens! Uh, I, guess, I think the point for shurikens is shuriken. Anyway, um, but, uh, so I started reading this, it's really, really good. Like, I'm really, it's dark, it's not a happy story. Yeah. If you just grew up on the cartoon, you're in for a bit of a surprise, but I think that's true to the TMNT comics anyway, if you just grew up on the cartoon. Uh, but I'm really enjoying that. The other one is Rorschach by Tom King. Uh, it's a miniseries, and it's... Issue 11 just comes out today. Oh! This week. Oh! I'm gonna get that today. Um, yeah, and it's just like 12 issues total, so it's almost done. Mm-hmm. And I know, um, a lot of people get really annoyed about Tom King, and like, oh yeah, DC's trying to push this writer, whatever. Tom King, in my opinion, is phenomenal. I think he's one of the best writers mm-hmm. out there. I loved his run on Batman. I haven't totally finished his run on Batman, but like what I've read of it, I loved. That got me into his other stuff. Mr. Miracle, like if you're struggling with depression, um, anxiety, suicidal ideation, like I can't recommend that title enough. That's a miniseries, it's in a full trade. Uh, Tom King, Mitch Drads, Tom King, Mitch Drads work together from time to time and their stuff is beautiful. He did a run on Vision for Marvel, really good. The Sheriff of Babylon, uh, which he did with Mitch Drads, which was a Vertigo imprint. I, I believe it was a Vertigo title. Yeah. Um, and it's about this, uh, this army captain, uh, who's in Iraq and he's trying to, 
he's putting a police force together in Baghdad, and one of his recruits is killed, and he's trying to figure out what happened and why no one cares about it. That's really good. And Tom King's former CIA spent a bunch of time in Iraq. Yeah, it's that's real. I mean, this is his 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 stories are thought provoking, and I think that's part of why some people just didn't like his Batman run because it wasn't as much just in your face there Batman was a lot stuff. Of slow burn to yeah, it too, but I, right? I thought like, it was beautiful. There's 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 this one run in it where um. Mr. Freeze is standing trial for being cold. I don't remember what he's standing trial for. And Batman's the one who brought him in. But Bruce Wayne is on the jury. Now, I'm not going to bring up the relation between Batman and Bruce Wayne in case someone isn't familiar with Batman. You know, no spoilers. But uh, there's a connection between the two of them. Well, he funds... Bruce Wayne funds a lot of Batman's stuff, right? You're you're saying too much. Bruce Wayne is a prominent citizen of Gotham, Uh and uh, his parents were actually killed in front of him uh, as a child. Um, I know there's something... Part of town town uh, was labeled Crime Alley. It wasn't the best area. Uh, And yeah, and and his, his... What's that? Kirstie Alley. Also not it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, his mom was wearing pearls, so those resonate with him. You guys, if you haven't seen it, there's a bunch of Batman stuff out there. Movies, cartoons, comics. Check it out. Uh, yeah, he's, I know he's, it's, it's his little, like, indie hero. But, yeah, check it out. Uh, he's not actually a bat. Spoilers, sorry. Probably shouldn't have said that. But, anyway, no, I, um, but he's on the jury, and, like, it's like... Batman brought him in, but then he's, as Bruce Wayne, yeah, he's Bruce Wayne, guys, sorry, spoiler. Um, he He's thinking... He didn't go about it the right way, yeah. or something to that. I don't remember exactly, uh, but it's really, really good. And uh, and, and, and but yeah, it's a slow burn, like you said. And some people, it's Batman's like, no, why aren't you punching someone? Yeah, always. Uh, Alfred's there, hit him. Um, but uh, Rorschach is really, really good. You know, it's set in the Watchmen universe, of course, and it takes place after the uh, the HBO miniseries. Um, so it's it's not the original Rorschach, but the premise of it is. Um, a uh, guy in a Rorschach costume with an accomplice uh, tried to assassinate a rival uh, running for president mm-hmm. um, and was stopped, was killed. They were both killed by security. And this 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 dude is investigating, like, what happened, what led up to it, you know, who, is there anyone else behind it, etc. And so it's, it's really just a crime procedural set in the Watchmen universe and I'm and I'm loving it. So that's also a slow burn. It's not by any means nonstop action. Yeah. Um it's a lot of talking, it's a lot of looking at things that happened. Uh it deals with conspiracy theories to some extent, which I think especially prevalent today. Uh it's really, really good. So yeah, that and uh The Last Ronin, I think are the are the two titles that I would really encourage someone to check out right now, just if they're looking for something to read that is maybe a you know a little bit off the path. Yeah, but like I'm also reading Suicide Squad. I'm enjoying that. I'm reading Darth Vader. I'm enjoying that. Um, I mean, I'm kind of following a lot of titles right now. I feel like so. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. I. I yeah. I. I'm curious to check out both of those eventually. I haven't read much Turtle stuff. Yeah, and see, I, I haven't either. I'm not. Oh yeah, I yeah. don't think because I'm not. Like I said, I've had this like resurgence with the turtles, my, my yeah. mid thirties renaissance with uh, teenage, teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, but uh, yeah, because I'm not I'm not by any means a turtle expert, or these turtles or turtles in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like yeah, it's very accessible. Um, it makes it pretty clear. Like the main villain in the Last Ronin is Shredder's grandson, and they say that like it's so not something you like have basic, to figure out. Yeah, if you know any inkling about just even just the theme song. 
Right, Ninja right, Turtles, right, you, right. You like, you're familiar that the yeah. tur- like they're, they're turtles who were mutated, and at least at one point were teenagers, and were trained in the art of ninjutsu by their mutated rat father. Or, like, I think, it's, I think in the comics it's human into a rat. I, I never remember. I always but, thought, yeah, it's like yeah. a weird... It's like in the movie it was a rat period, like his master was killed and he was... But in the comics it's the human was mutated into a rat. Yeah. Um, but no, it, it's it's very good. The art's good. Um, and it, it's, if I remember correctly, because I don't have it right in front of me, but, like, it's the, it's the creators got back together yes. to make this. I had um, watched, um, Netflix has, like, this docuseries about toys called, like, The Toys That Made Us. Oh, and yeah, 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 yeah. the whole thing about the Ninja Turtles, and Eastman and Laird, <laughs> doing towards that today. the end, were talked, talked about how, like, it was, it was mentioned, rather, that they have since, like, kind of settled any of their grievances yeah yeah one another yeah. and they were coming together to write a new story and well and you know and I, and I think some people at least created some drama in their heads when they separated those things which was was that in the 90s yeah yeah it was probably I think in the it 90s was that peter laird kind of thought that the turtles should be like respected and regarded and not like goofy not the, car- the cartoon yeah yeah and like he kind of got really disappointed when he saw things go that way Right, and well, the thing I was going to say, like a lot of people get you know up in their trousers, like oh, like you know they had drama, like whatever, you're making all this money, but I, I, you know when you have two creative types come together, who were literally working together on this book too, like right, it's, it's right. very odd to see the way that they worked. Together. Right, right. Oh yeah, so I'm so I'm just saying it's it's uh, like that's it's hard when you have you know because you, anytime you have, I mean you've you've been in like jobs not in a comic store but like you know in an office other places where even just working with other people and something you're not necessarily passionate about yeah when you're on a team more than one person are making the decisions like you can run into conflict i mean it's easy so when you have two creative types who are very passionate about their property yeah um i mean i get it i you know like i said my, my friend and i are working on this one shot caveman comic and i have other comic ideas longer runs hopefully for down the road but i want to kind of see, we want, want to see how this goes first how we work together and we've been working together fine on it so far we're still in the early stage i mean i've written the story but we're in the early stages of turning it into a comic mm-hmm. but you know like i think we're both being kind of mindful of like hey like we both have very strong opinions on how something should go yeah but it's a balancing act like we're both working on this you know yeah. it's like i came up with the story but he's bringing it to life in the art you know how it's going to look so obviously i have my input but I can't just be like, no, fuck you, this is the story. Because by making this comic together, it's our story. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he might have input on the story itself. We might have to make some changes there. Like, it's one of those, as a creator, I'm like, no, no changes. It's perfect. No sticks are up my ass. Yeah. But, like, you know, that that's part of working together. And so I, I get it. And, I mean, I can understand, you know, it's, one could argue, oh, well, the show made them so much money. And look at the action figures, which is actually why they made the show. They wanted to make action figures. And places were like, we're not going to do that without a show. Yeah. Uh, and all these things that... You know, like, well, why do you care if it's whatever? But but I get it. Like, it's his baby. Um, yeah, in in his so. eyes, you know, these are characters that he he raised. Right. Not well, just... it, like so you look at the original comic, like, and even you know other iterations, like it is darker. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not so. I'm not saying there's no humor, but they're not silly. And right out the gate, a lot of these corporations that were trying, like you said, to make action figures, they are the ones who defined their characteristics and gave them the different colored. Um, bandanas right yeah to begin with they were all red already being altered so much from what their initial conceit was well and it's 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 interesting to look at um the changes and how those are then reflected in Mm -hmm. the comics i'm like rocksteady and bebop were created in the cartoon yeah but like they're the ones who killed donatello Uh in the comics spoilers 
Um, and, and I mean, other things that shifted over, I, I think I remember Shredder was supposed to be like a one-time early villain uh-huh. and be done, but the cartoon made him so popular. Like, yeah. he's just the one known with that. Krang, I don't think, was in it. And back then needed their, like, overarching... Staple villains, yeah. Yeah, oh, villain yeah. that, you know... Well, it's like, look at Masters of the Universe, like, Skeletor is the big association with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, that's, uh, you look at, uh, Biker Mice from Mars, mm-hmm. which was... They definitely had Definitely a not a rip on Ninja <laughs> no, Turtles. Not yeah. at all. We all remember Biker Mice from Mars super well. Um, I'm, I'm waiting for the, the Michael Bay, uh, um, oh shit! I would watch that. the hell. Out oh, I of would that. too. Well, because I don't have anything in it. Like I, I remember like uh-huh. when, when we were kids. Like I think we each had one of the mice. I don't remember. I, I had the gray one. There was a white one, um, a gray one, a brown and brown one. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember watching the cartoon, but like I can't. Remember. Like it's like Mighty Max. I remember watching that, but oh, looking back shit, on it, Mighty I can't Max. remember anything. Because Polly this... Pockets are for girls. The toys that defined us. Um, but yeah, I can't remember like the details yeah. at all. Um, but yeah, they, they, yeah, Biker Mice from Mars. I can yeah, picture were... Megan Fox rolling down a, 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 a you know, <laughs> she's, she's on her motorcycle and she rolls up to a gas station. She flips her sunglasses some, up and there's three mice. Some baddies show up and they're messing with her and she gets in, ick, rats! We're not rats, baby. We're biker mice from Mars. From Mars. I'm the gray one. The thing that I remember... <laughs> I'm the gray I'm one. I'm the gray one. In case you can't see color. Hey, I'm not sure one. if I can. Do mice see color? I don't know. What the is a color? only thing I remember about Biker Mice from Mars is that they were used to sell microwavable hot dogs for children that were about this big. And they came in a, in like a weird package and you unwrapped them bun and all and you put it in the microwave for one minute and that was your Biker Mice from Mars microwavable hot dog you guys couldn't see the this big but it wasn't that big really i don't remember <laughs> this was <laughs> i just remember having the little mice figures that like had like you know they had their cybernetics or whatever uh-huh. and I, I remember enjoying like i look back on it fondly like i'm like do i need a biker mice tattoo am i that guy that was but, such like, a fad too of like the what was they were absolutely titles. trying to ride on the ninja turtles yeah. i mean yeah they were trying to capitalize on the success which i mean i don't blame them i mean you know it's like people who enjoyed the original survivor and get mad about the new stuff like listen it was all our fault we tuned in like i don't i don't know what you want me to, now we have big brother like i don't know what you want me to say about that yeah. um but yeah it was it was absolutely an attempt and I, I don't remember, what did it go, like two, three seasons? I don't even remember. Oh, probably not very long, yeah. It yeah, didn't I don't have it legs. Long. It, like, um, you know. Yeah, it was fun for what it was. I just don't, I mean, I don't even remember it being on Saturday mornings. I'm sure it was. Yeah. But I remember watching it, like, in the afternoons during the week or something, which that's not, like, a cartoon success. No. Very stupid. Yeah, yeah. All right, so our last question. This is the Geekery Radio Hour. We throw, we have a song before we came in here, and then we usually throw to a song as we leave. You need to tell us, what song are we going to? Oh, uh, Man, Man from Milwaukee by Hanson. It is, he, he ambushed me with this. He did this. Thank you. Uh, sitting here too long with a man from Milwaukee who's talking too long on his walkie-talkie. Oh, before we do that, do yeah. you have anywhere, do you have anything you want to plug? Anywhere people can find you on oh, social yeah. media, um, whatever kind of things? Um, uh, if you want to be found. Uh... Well, I'm on Facebook, um, Alexander J. Richardson. I'm, I'm the handsome one. Um, I, I don't have, like, a page I've put together yet, but uh, 96th of October, it's a pretty new um, online uh, literary magazine. It came out 
oh, I think it came out summer of last year, because they, they do an issue every quarter, and I was, my first story was in their third issue, which was winter of last year, okay. winter of last year, and I my bio needs to be updated with them, but I am on there, and I'm going to have other, like, contact info, I've developed a little bit of a relationship with the editor, he's actually in New Jersey as well, Okay, which is just a coincidence, but yeah, 96th of October, I have some of my stories on there, I have a... Uh, 96th? Yeah, 96th, like the 96th day of October, October. which doesn't exist, but yeah. Um, I have uh, Rich Bear Poor Bears is on there, which is a weird kind of horror story, but it's been, I think, received pretty well. I, I got I got fan mail for that one. That was weird. That's awesome. I was like, what? Fan mail and an erection. This is a great day. Uh, and then I have Like a Spider, which is, uh, it's an old, uh, it's, it's it has to do with um, uh, a... Uh, oh my god, like an old Norse guy living in Anglo-Saxon, um, old-timey England. I say old Norse, he's not old in it, but he's a new stable hand, and he's summoned to care for an injured eight-legged horse. So there's stuff with that. And then uh, Life Plans came out with them for the summer issue, um, and it's about uh, a guy who is desperately trying to find a roommate for his house, so that he can just pursue his writing career, but he's having difficulty doing that because the ghost that haunts the house doesn't want anyone else to move in. And that one was well-received. Uh, that went over pretty well. And then the one that is coming out start of September is called Brother, I Killed a Fox, and it's about this guy who is living in a... He, he and his group have a commune out in the forest, and mm. his special needs brother accidentally kills a fox while hunting, which is... a violates the agreement they have with a powerful deity-like ter- character in the area. So he's trying to figure out, this that guy's all trying sounds to figure awesome. out how to manage that. Thanks, yeah, some of them are awesome. I think some, I mean, I like them. These are some of my published ones. Like I said, Brother, I Killed a Fox is coming out September 1st. Okay. I don't remember what day of the week that is, but it's always like the month that turns to the new it's season. It's the first. How do you know that? Because I'm going to see Alanis Morissette. Isn't it ironic? It is. A concert on the same day. Mm-hmm. A little too ironic. Uh, yeah, so anyway, that's, that comes out then. Yeah, but thank you. I mean, like, I, I, I mean, I, I think they're good. There were some edits I wanted to get in on, like, a spider that then I, I submitted and I don't think they ever went through, but that's whatever. And then I, I've had several stories, uh, published on the site, uh, Fiction on the Web, uh, that my first ever actually published short story came out with them. My first, like, three came out with them. And then I've been published a couple other places, um, I don't have the information in front of me because I... Did, didn't prepare um but yeah i i mean my 96 october covers like weird horror fantasy kind of supernatural stuff i've had a lot of fun with some of the stories i've had come on there i'm actually working on self-publishing a book of short stories um Sounds like you have enough to uh, yes yes i do i do that's that's <laughs> been that. that's been recommended actually i guess with uh uh publishers whatnot today like actually seeing how those sales can go yeah helps to get like bigger works published and i have i have some novels that i'm i mean i'm still doing a little editing on them but i'm trying to kind of shill those around so i'm hoping to get this out there and have some success with it and then we have the comic coming i don't know when yet but it'll it'll, we'll be selling it out of here so like that'll be cool and hopefully have a signing day or whatever um so yeah so yeah things are coming together yeah 96th of october i'm gonna have my other links in there eventually in my bio check it out if you really like it share it with your friends if you don't like it please keep it to yourself Thank you. No, no, no. Thank you, man from Milwaukee.
mother, mother, and I fucked up. No, because we're going to just go straight to his interview. Okay. What's the song that he picked? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't do it yet. <laughs> I don't do the interview until Wednesday morning. It's Thursday's episode. <laughs> so what do we do now? You just come back and do Hey Doug. Hey Doug. Hey Kaylin. What's going on at the shop? So freaking much, Kaylin. Oh my god. Bring First it down. of all, I got a recommendation. Okay. I got a recommendation. You love the Tim Burton Batman movies, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, this week, Batman 89 came out, the first issue. And this is all Batman stylized of, like, the Tim Burton era. Mm -hmm. And this is the first issue of a six-part miniseries. And the art is so good. And the story was great. And I just love this idea of, like, telling stories. Who does the artwork? The art is by Joe Quiones. I probably butchered that last name. But um, he did the Howard the Duck book that I'm, like, obsessed with. Oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, right? Yeah, it's like a... Because it's 80s. Yeah, it's, like, very stylized and cool. Yeah. And it's, like, it's so cool to, like... It looks like Michael Keaton, Batman. You know what I mean? Like, it looks... Everything looks right. Like, so... I'm looking forward to the rest of this series. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know if you're familiar, but, like, this weekend is, like... The Super Bowl of comic books. Yeah. Yeah, a little day called Free Comic Book Day. What day is that on? Is on uh, August. 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 August fourteenth. Uh, August fourteenth. So at the Saturday. shop. Saturday. Saturday. Thank you, Kaylin. <laughs> Saturday, August fourteenth. It's usually the first Saturday in May. But so we have like fifty plus comics to give away for free. Wow. And. Uh, like, that seems like a lot. Is that norm? I think so. It's usually in like the 40s, 50s of okay. free books. And there's so much stuff. There's like It just seems like a lot. There's a Something is Killing the Children book. Mm-hmm. There's uh I know her. You, you do. <laughs> um, there's, of course, a Venom book and an Avengers book and tons of Batman stuff. Right and on. All sorts of like weird stuff. Like uh, you could take it like a chance on some indie books. With Vampire Masquerade, number one. And there's some stuff for... There's, like, so much stuff for kids this year, too. I love that. Yeah, we have this book from DC called Batman and Robin and Howard. And it's about this kid who goes to school with Robin. That's so much Called Howard. (laughs) Um, There's, like, a really... There's a lot... There's a Smurfs comic. There's literally something for everybody. I'm so shocked that Smurfs is still, like, such a... I can't believe it either. I can't, I can't believe that's still a thing. I can't believe, like, G.I. Joe is still a thing. Transformers. Yeah. Like, all these, like, well, 80s Transformers, trends. I can imagine, because they had the movies yeah. not too long ago. They're trying... I mean, I know they had the Smurfs movies where they're, like, 3D. It looks fucking bogus. And... Yeah, it looks stupid. <laughs> um, they did, like, yeah. two of those, and then one that was just animated with all the same voice actors, right? I don't... I've never <laughs> seen them. I've, I've never, never seen like them exist, either. And it just looks <laughs> horrible in 3D. I don't know how uh-huh. to explain it. It doesn't look great. They should have been, like, claymation. Because Smurfs yeah, kind of always... Like, the figures kind of always looked clay. So, like, okay, don't get me wrong, but, like, the difference between, like, them doing Smurfs and them doing Trolls, like, Trolls was kind of cool how they mm-hmm. did it. Smurfs just look so fucking weird. I love the Trolls movies, and I'm not a child, and I don't have children, and I really enjoyed them. You got this feeling? (laughs) (laughs) What is that? How does that go? I got this feeling in my body. I wanted to sing the other one. 
I don't know another one. I got this feeling. I don't know. All right, well, Doug <laughs> thinks about that. Saturday, August 14th, free comic book day. Okay, so on top of that, yes. here's what we have going on for free what? comic book day. We have all of our back issues in the back issue room are 50% off. Dope. All of our trade paperbacks are buy two, get one free. Word. We have our friends in the Needlemeister will be there selling uh, masks and pillows and onesies and all sorts of fun stuff. I know her too. Yeah. And we have, oh, free comics. I don't know if you've heard of Oh, shit. We have free comics also. The namesake. Mm-hmm. Can't forget that. So we are also operating on special hours that day. We're usually 11 to 6, mm-hmm. but this day it's we are It's midnight to midnight. You're doing a full 24 hours. 12. No. We're open... <laughs> From noon to 8 p.m. Oh, okay. Give you some extra time. Come in and get some free books. Dope. Yeah. I'm I looking forward to there. it. You won't be there? No. Oh, you're not going to get anything for free. I'm sorry. Well, I have an inside person. Oh, you're going to talk to Justin? Elizabeth. <laughs> you're going to talk to my wife. Okay. You're going to ever sneak you out some books? Elizabeth, help me out. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It should be crazy. Yeah. And then, like... This weekend's going to be kind of crazy, huh? Yes. We have our good friend Kelly and I Bobby's feel like we've, wedding. We've just Saturday. been like nonstop. Friday. Yeah. Friday. I know. Because last weekend, uh, you guys had something too. Oh my God, what did I do last weekend? I don't remember. But I don't remember I went either. to Newark with Leah. Uh huh. Oh, we had book club! Kaylin, we had book club! Oh my God, we forgot to talk about book club. Sandman book club! Listen, best book club so far. Holy I mean, shit. Just hit my mic, don't yell at me. Yeah, best book club ever. We had a couple new faces. I absolutely adored Sandman. It was awesome. Everybody did. So here, let's jump into that really quick because I want to talk. We have our score. So we've been kind of doing these fan scores and I don't think we've really been shouting them out on the podcast, but we should really start doing that and making sure that we get that out to everybody. So our book club, after each book we read, we kind of go around in the circle and we Give it a numerical rating and kind of a little, like, final thought on why we think it deserves this kind of rating. Right? So, this is probably one of our best books to date. Sandman, Volume 1, Preludes and Nocturnes, coming in with a 9.09. Yeah. From the book club. And there was, like, ten of us. Twelve people. Not to to correct you, but come on. That was a really, really good turnout. Yeah. I think it had to do with the book as well, but also we had a, a couple of new faces from, yeah. that have just, you know, moved here recently. So that was really fun. We had a great time. We had cool donuts. Mm-hmm. We had Not sponsored, but I did get us a dozen and a half donuts from Duck Donuts in Middletown. They were very good. They were interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like they taste more like funnel cake donuts, which is not a bad yeah. thing. That and they're made to order, so they're like fresh as hell fresh. like when Liz brought them in earlier that afternoon they were like warm still oh wow so it's like crazy yeah so yeah our best today so have you I never mean, had duck donuts before no never oh weird they're like a mm, I don't want to call them a franchise but there's a couple of them popping up around they started in the Outer Banks in Duck Outer Banks yeah in the Outer Banks and then they moved up this way I know there's the one in Middletown I think I there's one up in like in like Hackensack or something like that? I have never heard of them. Mm-hmm. Never been to one. Um, but was pleasantly surprised. So, yeah. We're going to figure out what the next snack kind of thing will be for the next book club. Maybe we'll try to make it on theme. Oh. Like on theme snacks. 
Cosmic Brownies, because we're reading We Only Find Them When They're Dead, the space opera. And we did just talk about Cosmic Brownies. We did. We kind of waxed poetic about Cosmic Brownies. We really did. But also we were like, they're gross and we hate them, but we love them. I will buy, every once in a while, a box of them from ShopRite. And I'm like a child. I'm like, let me put one in my lunch uh-huh. every day. And I'm not going to eat three right now. I'm going to... I still do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, um, this has been a pretty good episode of the Geekery Radio, I hope. I hope so, too. Do you think it's our best it very well could be our best it could be our best i don't see why not it flowed pretty well it's based like this podcast in particular Mm -hmm. is based out of a comic book store located at 19 little street in madawan new jersey oh my god you know what what they're they can be found online Uh uh-huh at the geekery nj really this podcast can be found on social media at the geekery radio and you know what, though? What's that? I can be found uh-huh. at Father underscore K. Oh, weird. K-A-E, right? K-A-E. And I have been at Dumple Stiltskin. Weird. Please. Please to be joining us for Free Comic Book Day, <laughs> Saturday, August 14th. And as always, we are accepting five-star ratings on all, all platforms. Yes. Yeah. We're exclusively <laughs> accepting five-star ratings, and we thank you, and... In case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I'm not part of that.